What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 118 of the PlayStation Report. It's a special one. I'm Frank, alongside Tyler. Tyler, tell him what's so special about this E3. time of year. E3, it's it's happening. Mm, yes, it's as happening, we talk right now. Yeah, they're done, the conferences. It's over. Oh, it's not... Okay, so e th- the conferences are over, but E3 is not over. There are still things trickling out about games at E3 from uh, people who are there playing demos and stuff. I've been hearing some yeah. very interesting and cool things about certain video games. I can be down for the cool things. Mm. How you been, man? I'm good. How are you? What? How how'd you spend your E3? I spent my E3 at work, goofing off, with the mm. with the YouTube stream up. Uh, yeah, that's how I spent my uh, Monday at E3. Nice. I was off. I consumed a lot of alcohol. Oh God! I had a fucking blast. I bet that was fun. It was, I, a, it was a ton of fun. I wish I could have done that, but I couldn't. I had things to do. Yeah. Adult responsibilities. Yes. Adult responsibilities. But that doesn't really apply to E3, really. It's just a fun time, fun video game announcements. We did a little bit of predictions beforehand. You heard that last week. Yeah, and I actually I think this year's E3 was pretty. I liked a lot of games that I saw. There were, yeah, me too. Yeah, it. Yeah. I don't think it was as explosive as last year or the year before Correct. that. Uh, but it was still a good show. And we're gonna talk about some of the things that happened. Yeah, starting with, I guess we'll go in order. Why not? Yeah, let's do that. Let's start with the most boring conference. Uh, EA. Yeah, and at the end of this, we're going to count down our top five or so games of E3. Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Um, but yeah, let's let's start with EA. They won on Saturday. Yeah, and they... <laughs> it was very clear that they... Uh, they didn't really have much to say except for about one major game. Uh, they did... <clears throat> so, they did their FIFA thing. They're having yeah. some World Cup stuff. They got the UEFA Champions League license. Whoopee. Uh, there's a free World Cup update for FIFA 18 and a free trial for FIFA 18 going up now. So if you want to play that game, you can go and do that. But that's not what we're about here. Uh, Then they had... So you made a prediction about Awkward Moments. I just called this next thing an Awkward Moment, the Battlefront 2 thing, where they had the guy out there being like... You're uh, all over the place, bro. Am I all over the place? Oh, shit. What? Oh, shit. My notes are not in order, actually. Yeah. Let's back up. Let's back up. Okay. They opened up with Battlefield 5. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah. basically, they showed off the multiplayer and uh, basically said, once again, there's no loot boxes, no premium pass. Again, driving that down everybody's faces. Right, um, right. They showed off like a trailer, basically. A lot of neat stuff. 
I think in a way like the way they're doing destruction looks a lot cooler yeah like they drove a tank through a house and I'm like yes and you see the snow come off the roof on yes. the side there it's yes. yeah that's really cool yeah it was it was just awesome and then um you know said that there's going to be a lot more customization. They also had like this one really cool moment where a dude was on a machine gun and they came and like hooked yeah, up, like moving, a cart sort of thing mm-hmm. up to it and then drove around with it. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, moving uh, the gun emplacements is going to be big. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, I mean, the multiplayer looks good. They also confirmed there's going to be a battle royale mode for Battlefield post launch. Yeah. Uh, it's. What we'll do you see. How yeah, I feel like they're definitely taking their time. They definitely sounded like this is a post launch thing. Um I think it's smart for them to take their time and tune out a battle royale thing if it's not ready. Uh it's it the very easy thing would be to just ship whatever kind of battle royale thing you have in its current state. But I think yeah. I think EA is a little bit a uh, little bit shy about you know screwing up. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, it could give them a good boost, you know, post launch, you know, another surge of players coming back or picking it up for the first time. I just hope it doesn't feel tacked on. I mean, Battlefield is closer than Call of Duty is than it when it comes to like battle royale, just because Battlefield has larger player counts already, but. You know, I hope it's just not a tacked on thing. Like, I hope they make it battlefield and mm-hmm. very exciting. Yeah. Um, then they had some grand operations thing. Yep. Pop up. Yeah. Yep. That I. So grand operations, from what it sounds like from people that I've been listening to at E3, it sounds like a vast improvement over the current operations, just the way they operate and trying yeah. to combat the whole snowballing thing that can happen. Uh, especially when the defending side just annihilates the attackers and it feels like they get nowhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounds much better. I mean, I'm very excited for Battlefield Five. Mm-hmm. I, I think it can be a good game. Uh, but yeah, then they got to the FIFA 19 stuff. Um, then they talked about cloud streaming, that they're working on a cloud streaming service. Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a theme of this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, EA talked about it. Ubisoft talked about it. Microsoft talked about it. Like, I don't know how I feel about that. I really don't. I just don't think the infrastructure is there for that to work. I I think it's, it it would be nice if it's there as an option, but it should not be the main thing in the main way you consume video games. Just because I just, they're too large. They're, they require too much. In my opinion, it's much easier to stream a movie than it is to stream a massive video game, you know? So I don't know. It's, it's just a tech demo right now. Um, they uh, then announced Origin Access Premiere, which I don't think that's going to be a thing on console. I think it's only on PC, but seemed like their version of Steam almost in a way. Like it'll have the EA games when they launch, but it also has like third party titles as well. Sort of, it sort of seemed like a yeah. Steam sort of service, but not not hundred percent there. Um, we learned the name of Respawn Star Wars game Jedi Fallen Order coming out next year, set between. Episodes three and four. Yeah, Vincent Pella was during there. the uh, Clone Wars era. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I'm I'm down. 
I just want to want to see it. But I think, you know, at least they had something of it. They, they didn't really like. Well, they just said the name of it. Like they didn't show anything. Yeah. Like they they didn't even have a logo for it. <laughs> no, they didn't. But but just the thought of what it could be is exciting. Um. Let's. Uh, we'll definitely see it next year for sure. But then, yeah, they got to the Star Wars Battlefront Two stuff. The first thing they said was, "We launched our game in November, and clearly, we didn't get it quite right." It's like, hmm. At least they're admitting to it. At least was a lot of EA admitting that they really fucked up. Um, it's going to get a new squad system, new Starfighter mode, another large scale mode, Clone Wars DLC with Grievous, Obi Wan, Count Dooku, and Anakin Skywalker. All coming up soon. Yep. Woohoo. Um, was that when they... D- oh, no. I'm okay. trying to think of the timing of this. When did they do that Command and Conquer bullshit? That was later on. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, next was Unravel 2. Oh, yeah. Yarny got wet. <laughs> Yo, Yarny got really wet. Yarny's touching tips. Oh, yeah. With Yarny's bro. Yeah. Um, Unravel 2, they revealed it's more co-op focused and everything. It's out now. Yeah. So we're, we give you a half a point on that. You're, okay. You were, you were close. Okay. It is a thing. It wasn't officially announced. Yeah, I just feel a little bit dirty because that was a thing we kind of just knew. Like, everyone just kind of, like, assumed it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was a good assumption for sure. So I mean, that would have um, been like me saying Elder Scrolls 6 is happening and... We'll get to that later. Yeah. Um, what did you think of Unravel 2? You, you down for it at all? We should definitely play that video game together. It seems neat. It, it, I think the co-op aspect intrigues me a lot more than than it did the first time around. So Then it uh, announced the next EA original game, Sea of Solitude, from Jomei Studios. Yes. I think this game looks really good. Mm-hmm. It's... I think it it hits a tone and it hits a message that's like kind of really it it it's very relatable uh, in a way uh, and I I just think it, the the style of that game is really really good. Yeah, I I, I think I think the game itself looked pretty good. Um, I felt like the developer that was on stage went on a little too long before they actually rolled the trailer for it, but. But otherwise, it does look cool. I like that EA is doing these sort of things. I w- wish they would do it a little bit more. Um, just because, you know, they talked, they mentioned up there how A Way Out has sold 2 million copies and now they're getting a, a new and larger and better studio. Like, that's awesome stuff to hear. Um, so it's cool that EA continuing to uh, help these games. NBA Live 19 is a video game. Yeah, they're I really doing it again. Doing it. Yep. Oh, my God. Could not believe that. Then uh, Madden NFL 19, they had Juju Smith-Schuster, the Pittsburgh Steelers, up there. Yeah. And Young, young Kiv. Yeah, who uh, has absolutely no charisma. <laughs> yeah. This was just awkward. Like, to me, this was, like, just bad. Like, just... You don't need to do this. I I, I I don't really give a shit how popular these dudes are. It's just, it's a bad presentation. EA always does this shit. They're so tone deaf at E3, man. They really fucking are. And speaking of tone deaf, in my opinion, at least, 
they started going on about a mobile game. Yeah. They played a match of this mobile game for a long time. So hmm. they had a shoutcaster. Nobody knew what the fuck this game was. And then it ended up being Command and Conquer Rivals. Yeah, I have some play-by-play notes of this uh, of, as I was watching this. Yeah. Uh, some strange mobile strategy game. Uh, what the fuck, LOL. Actually, it looks <laughs> kind of okay. Oh, it's Command and Conquer Rivals. <laughs> fuck that, that's not Command and Conquer. Yeah, I, I just... I find that, you know, I'm not even a Command and Conquer guy, but I still find that incredibly frustrating because EA's kind of killed this franchise and this is the way you want to bring it back. Like, you're, you're going through your whole conference trying to f- be like, we're going to be different, an apologetic sort of EA. We fucked up. You know, we're trying to appeal back to our main crowd of, you know, the more hardcore gamers. And then that's what you do. Yeah. Tone deaf, man. Oh, my God. Crazy. Um, Then they did a kind of a blowout for Anthem. So they had a chat with all the developers up there or three of them. The executive producer, lead writer and the GM, uh, Casey Hudson, mm-hmm. um, got up there to talk about a lot of stuff. Um, went on about how there's no loot boxes in the game. Uh, you, you can pay for cosmetics, um, but you'll know what you're paying for. There's no way to pay for power. Um, they went into detail about the four classes. Um, they went into detail a little bit more about how the world is kind of a, a shared world and a, a living world. You know, how could, there could be like crazy storms or something like that. Um, and then they showed some gameplay of it, and then it comes out February twenty second. Yeah, they. What do you think? They, they took a they took a shot at Destiny in there, saying there's going to be a complete story from the start. Mm. I, I noticed that right there. I thought, yeah, nice shot there. I think. Yeah. Uh, my thoughts on this is that it's very smart how they're approaching this game. Uh, there are a lot of different smart things that they're doing. Just. In thinking about this in the future as a game as a service, they're they're doing things in the correct way. I feel the whole having different javelins rather than different characters is super smart. Uh, that's yes. that's one of the smartest things you can do for this type of game. So you're not just grinding other characters, alt characters, and stuff like that. Uh, it's also super smart how they set up the world, how it's like a world unfinished by the gods, but left with the their tools left behind that are still changing the world. So that gives you a lot of creative freedom going forward to change the world as you need to to create more content. Um, there, I think just aesthetically wise it's really cool just seeing this giant world that you're flying around in like you you look tiny going through this world and like there are huge monsters it's really interesting looking mutants and i think and it also looks like it looks like a iron man game and i mm. i would love an iron man game but this this will do yeah i think you're you're a lot more down for it than i am um, I, I think I was more impressed and more down for this game um, at last year's E3 than I am now. 
Um, it does. It does have really cool aspects to it. Like I really fucking love the world. I, I agree with you. I think the world looks awesome. I love how it can change or, or you know storms, all sorts of stuff like that. Like that's neat. Um, the combat and all that stuff that looks really good. Um, it looks kind of intense. That I like. Um, I'm just kind of worried about the story in a way of like I feel like they should have showed more of the story like they focused on like combat and stuff but I don't know like just show me a little bit more of it like I, I love the 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 idea of the world like being created by the gods and all sorts of stuff like that's cool um, I just wish we saw saw a little bit more of the game itself too like they didn't show a whole lot of actual gameplay one thing that i in and this is just being maybe a little nitpicky i don't know um the world seems pretty large the mission they showed off had a lot of editing to it if you notice traveling from place to place now i don't know they could have done that for time don't get me wrong, but I, I hope that there's just not a ton of like you're traveling for a really long time from place to place too. Um, like I hope they I hope they cut it up for time and not because of that. And that's all. That's just a little speculation on my end. But like I'm down for the classes. I think the classes looked awesome. Like the Colossus looks so cool. The storm looks awesome. Just that stuff seems totally rad to me. Um, and then there's some things, other things that came out about this game as the weekend kind of went on. Like there's no if you're playing by yourself, there's no like party system. There's no companions you're traveling with at all. It's just you. Your companions are your friends. If you play with friends, mm-hmm. um, there is the game to me seems to be set up like the division. You go out in the world, you do your missions all this and that you come back to the hub base or whatever that's where you're going to get a lot of the story that's when you're going to get your your rewards for the stuff um but that's going to be basically your version of it Mm -hmm. in a way um there was another thing that came out that was like uh, because i listen to game informer it's their cover story i listen to their impressions of going and playing the game um if I join your game, the progress doesn't carry back to my game. Um, and I'm sure that progress means probably just completing like story missions or something. Yeah. You know, it, it would be totally fucking stupid if it's like, oh, all the levels you got, nope, or mm-hmm. weapons or whatever. Um, so, I mean, it's probably just story. That I'm a little iffy on too. Um, it's neat. I'm just still a little like hesitant after what happened with Andromeda. I don't think it's going, I I don't think it's going to have the same problems as Andromeda though. Not a hundred percent the same problems because it seems like Andromeda was just a dumpster fire of a development. Um, Whereas this one's a lot more focused. I'm just not blown away by it. Okay. But you're, but you're down. Yeah. I'm, I'm down for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Flying around as Iron Man, and you're like flying around, then you dive underwater and come back up. Like, that's dope. I want that. So, yeah. Um, let's breeze through some of the Microsoft stuff. Yeah, because they... 
they had the majority of the game since Sony yeah. basically said we're going to just show these few things. So Microsoft got the majority of the third-party stuff, a lot of which will come to PlayStation. Correct. Um, Microsoft really brought it this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting off just quick with something that got me hard. I don't know if it got you hard, but Halo Infinite. That so, do anything for you? Here's here's the thing. I had to, I, I didn't see that live. I had to go back and watch it because I was I was driving home when that was happening. I was I missed mm-hmm. like the first uh, ten fifteen minutes of the conference. Mm. Yeah. At, at first, I was kind of like, hmm, what is this? And then Chief's helmets showed up. I'm like, yeah, buddy. But no date on that. Yeah. I think that says says something of where that's at. But I think they also created a new, brand new engine for it. So, cool. Um, I think everybody should uh, be excited for Ori and the Will of the Wisps. That's all I'll say about that. Um, so then they showed up Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Mm-hmm. It's a new game from From Software. What do you think of this? It looks a lot different than their other From Software games. I th- yeah, it looks a lot more like a freaking Ninja Gaiden game than like the like the new 3D Ninja Gaidens, but good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, it looked rad to me. Like you have a grappling hook, and mm-hmm. the, the combat just looked awesome. It looked beautiful. Um, I'm like way more down for this than I ever was for like any of the Souls games, really. Mm-hmm. Like this just looks fun to play. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll have that just incredibly hard like difficulty to it, just because. You know, that seems to be something that they do a lot. Um, but I think it'll probably have that same addictive quality to it of like, oh, I almost got him, or I'm learning, I'm getting better. Just, well, it seems awesome. It would be hilarious if they came out and this was like the easiest game they've ever made. Yeah. And like <laughs> that, that everyone can. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then uh, the next, well, they showed off the trailer for Fallout 76. We'll talk about that, but that's a conference because a lot more details there. Mm-hmm. The Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit, which is the next thing in the Life of Strange universe. Basically, this is going to, in a way, set up the next season of Life is Strange. This comes out for free on June 26th. Are you excited for this one? Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely play it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm down. It seems definitely different, but it seems yeah, like... I, I think they're going to explore different game mechanics mm-hmm. with that. Just yeah. the nature of what that is. Yeah, I'm just... Don't nod, especially with Life is Strange. They, you know, very good at characters, for sure. Um, so uh, that's kind of what I'm looking forward to in this one. Um, let's see here. Metro Exodus... We got a nice trailer for that one, February 22nd. Yeah, that's going to be a day. That's a bloodbath. You got Metro Exodus, Days Gone, and Anthem all on February 22nd. Which one doesn't make it? Anthem. I agree. Anthem get, goes put, gets pushed back to my original prediction of March 19th. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, with Anthem, like I'm, I'm surprised that they put it up that early in a weird way of like that's early like i really thought they were going to be dead on with march um metro exodus looks fucking rad to me like i i'm totally down for that world being in it um kingdom hearts 3 
We got a new trailer for that. We finally have a release date for Kingdom Hearts 3 on January 29th. Uh, basically, they confirmed a lot of things with this trailer. There's going to be a Frozen World. Gummy Ship missions are back, which, no, they yeah. didn't have to do that. Yeah. They suck. They yeah. suck. This was a, a bad trailer, in my opinion. It was just bad in that for two reasons. One, like a lot of the lip syncing was like way off and it was like, yikes. You know, you could see maybe why they pushed it a little bit. Um, But then also the back half of this trailer is like very specific Kingdom Hearts stuff that nobody is going to fucking understand like at all and I've played most of the Kingdom Hearts games and even I was lost at some of the things you know mm-hmm. like only the hardcore of hardcore are really going to get but are you a real fan anything out of that are you a real fan <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but like Kingdom Hearts story is so fucking ridiculous, you know, that it's like it just doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. Uh, It was just kind of a bad trailer. The gameplay looks awesome, though. So bring that on. Um, We got a story trailer for Battlefield 5 that was like so short. It was kind of like. Yeah, it was kind of a continuation of the story trailer in the in the EA conference. But like, Mm -hmm. yeah, not much beyond that. Yeah. Um, I have to ask, what's your thoughts on Forza Horizon 4? I'm in. I'm fucking in. I'm so fucking hyped for this game. (laughs) This is one of my games of the show, honestly. I I just... Basically, the big thing is that it's set in Britain, and there's dynamic seasons that totally change the world. Like, what? That is insane. Um, Then, Microsoft really brought the heat which I think will set up an interesting battle with Sony, you know, first party wise over the next few years, potentially. They're starting the initiative, which is a brand new studio in Santa Monica, Mm -hmm. led by Brandon Gallagher, who rebooted the Tomb Raider games or helped do it. They bought Undead Labs, who makes State of Decay, bought Playground Games, who makes Forza Horizon, bought Ninja Theory, who makes Hellblade. Yeah. But was... Compulsion Games, who makes We Happy Few. Yeah. That Ninja Theory acquisition is, that was like the biggest mind fuck for me. Like, I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, they're fucking going in. They are. I mean, they're they're really, they, they kind of set a statement here of like, we know everybody talks of like, oh, Xbox has no games or it's all about the exclusives. And it's been like that for a few years now. And they're just like, we're so fucking sick of hearing this shit. Let's go wave our Microsoft wieners around, buy a bunch of studios and really set us up in the future to, you know, have something that could compete with Sony's. I think Sony's studios still excite me way more than a lot of these studios, but these fill some voids that like Microsoft needs, especially Ninja Theory. Like Ninja Theory could create those single player you know, I don't yeah. know, naughty dog like experiences that mm-hmm. that Microsoft needs. So I think over the next few years that first party battle between these two I think will be very exciting. You know, because Sony is clearly, clearly 
fucking beat the shit out of them this generation with it. And I think they're going to continue to do so, which we'll get to later. Um, PUBG got a new trailer. Um, yeah. I guess they're teasing a new winter map. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's the only part of that whole uh, thing that actually caught my attention because the trailer was fucking ridiculous because that's not how the game is played. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to like amp it up as it's like if, as if it's action 100% of the time. Yeah. Uh, which it totally isn't if you've ever played that game. Right. Uh, but they're also bringing war mode to Xbox as well. Which is uh, which is fun, um, yeah, yeah. And that that winter map is the the big thing, though. Yeah, yeah, that seemed neat. Um, Tales of Asperia Definitive Editions coming out this winter. So this was a 360 exclusive that's mm-hmm. now coming to all the platforms. Yes. So that's cool. If you're into like JRPG good, goodness, there we go. Oh, whoa. Hey, hello there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Another RPG for you to add. Um, some of these games, like they had The Division and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I feel like we can talk about them in other conferences because they had a little bit more significant stuff. Does Session get you excited? The skateboarding game. Yeah, like it, we're not going to get a Skate 4, so... We might as well get a, get this thing. I really thought it was skate when they started up. Like, no fucking way. Who's doing skate? Then it ended up being session. But it seems neat if you're down for that stuff. Um, Devil May Cry 5 got announced spring 2019 on that one. This yes. looks very cool to me. Yes. That... It was very strange to f- see it first on an Xbox on the Xbox uh, stage. Like I thought that would have been something that uh, Square would have saved for theirs, right? That's Square pun- published, right? No, no that's um. Capcom. Oh, Capcom. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, but hmm, I just ne- don't associate Devil May Cry with the Xbox. Like that's yeah. always been a PlayStation thing in my head. Yeah, I'm not sure how true that is. I haven't actually done any research on that, but that's all. I've always thought of PlayStation when I thought Devil May Cry. Yeah, and and it doesn't. I like Microsoft going out and trying to get these Japanese games because there's still there's a few on here like Devil May Cry Five, King March Three, Tales of Vesperia, um, Jump Force is one that got Dude, announced. Dude, no man, we cannot just fucking gloss over Jump Force, man. Tell me about Jump oh. Force because I don't understand the excitement because I'm not an anime guy. So, so what is Jump mm, Force? Some of the most popular anime from uh, there's this manga like I'm not sure if it's like what the whole deal is but like there there's this thing called shonen jump which is kind of like like i forget this company that does publishes a lot of manga over there and so we got a lot of characters from the from the most popular series like there from like one piece from naruto from dragon ball z from death note and there's going to be more than that just that but yeah it's it's bringing all these iconic characters together in one game it's one of the most ambitious crossovers in video game history. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's a statement. Um, yeah, but still, I mean, it's cool to have Microsoft have some of these games on here. I still just don't don't think that'll help them in terms of like getting, you know, Japanese companies. I feel they're always associated with Nintendo or, or Sony. Um 
but it's still cool to see it on there. Mm. Is Jump Force one of your games in the show? Uh, no, not quite. There are just other things that, that edge it mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Um, then they announced Dying Light 2. Which I thought looked very fucking cool. Way more exciting than the first one. Um, So like all the parkour, all that goodness is still there. But what they're doing in terms of choices in an open world just seems crazy to me. Um, They basically showed a sequence where they killed this guy, which then allowed this, this and this to happen. Then they went back in time sided with the guy and this this and this happened which were totally different than what happened before um they said basically you're just almost every choice could totally shape the world totally differently i really hope that they can pull this off and like everybody feels like they have a truly unique playthrough of the game i think it's it could be something that really you know, sets the sequel up for a lot of success. Cause I feel like just another dying light could have been cool, but like, you know, what's the catch, you know, the catch was the movement system the first time around and, you know, nighttime and all that stuff. But now they're going to have this seem neat to me. Yeah, definitely. Also, I just have to, to laugh at the whole gears pop thing. Okay. Yeah. That came up and it was like, here's the Gears of War logo. All right, baby, let's go. And then Gears pop. It was like, oh, no. I was almost convinced that was the uh, that was the Rabbids tie in the Rabbids crossover game. That would have been awesome, dude. (laughs) Um, But yeah, they announced Gears 5. That's coming. Um, Then, you know, I, I just find this interesting just based off of this generation. Microsoft. Philly got up there. He's like, we're working on Microsoft AI game streaming again. Um, first party studios investing. We're working on the next Xbox. Yeah. You know, I think it's kind of like a no shit sort of thing that they're working on the next Xbox, but I'm surprised they even announced it that they're doing it after they just shipped the Xbox one X. Not that long ago. I guarantee you things are backwards compatible. It, they have to be. They, they definitely have to be. Otherwise, I, I don't think they would be saying that. Um, but, you know, do you think this just speculation at this point? Anyways, do you think Microsoft will try to beat Sony to the punch, do an Xbox 360 sort of deal? Yeah, I could have, see have their that. console out or, you know, before Sony. I yeah, yeah. They launch next next fall. I don't know about next fall. I think it's a 2020 thing. And, and I think the reason why is because they said Gears 5 is t- 2019. They didn't give a date for Halo. I don't think you launch Gears 5 and Halo in the same holiday season. It's just, I mean, as cool as it could be, it doesn't make sense. Did they ever I say, did they say Halo Infinite was an Xbox One game? I I read somewhere that 343 did say that. Okay. But I think they could totally pull like a Breath of the Wild situation of like it's on Xbox One, but it's also the best versions on this fucking new box. Mm-hmm. Launching 2020 and they launch with Halo, their biggest thing. And or maybe the version doesn't matter anymore. Like going forward, you just buy the Xbox version of the game and you have it on whatever fucking platform you have and it just plays there. 
who knows? I mean, they've talked about that of like no more generations. So who knows? I, I, I just think over the next few years, like that's going to be fascinating. Not only is like there's such high quality like software, in my opinion, but like now we're getting into the weird stages of like companies maybe not announcing as much as they could because they just don't know what the fuck's happening. I don't know. We'll see. But then it ended with Cyberpunk 2077 from CD Projekt Red. Oh, God. So excited for this, dude. Oh, man. I just want to see more. I just want to see more of that game. I know. Uh, Have you. uh, I've read up on some of the previews yeah i just put out it sounds so awesome yeah oh i listened to uh shout outs to waypoint i listened to waypoints uh podcast last night they recorded so i listened to that today and man uh austin walker and uh patrick klepik got to uh play that and man or they i'm not sure if they played it or they watched a live gameplay session of that behind closed doors that thing sounds so fucking rad it really does yeah like the world just seems like very exciting apparently it's a first person shooter yeah yep which i did not expect at all i Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be like a third person game um but apparently like it kind of plays i guess faster than like fallout but not as fast as say like I don't know Call of Duty or something mm. it's kind of in the middle there um, so like a metro yeah <laughs> I guess yeah that's probably a good way to put it um, main character's name is V but I believe you can make a character right? yes yes you create your character it's named V whatever you yeah what, whoever you create but yeah mm-hmm. and I saw some really good customization options in there yeah yeah man i I mean there's just a lot yeah i urge everybody to go read up on cyberpunk 2077 because obviously they didn't put gameplay out these are all like behind closed doors demo that the the media gets um but man does it sound just awesome i'm trying to find really just really quick on this uh um because IGN just had like a bullet bulleted list really quick of of some things. Yeah, first person RPG. Um, the stats you pick at the start include strength, constitution, intelligence, reflexes, tech, and cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, there's no classes from the start. Instead, you'll evolve the way you want. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see here. You'll be able to get different apartments throughout the game. Uh, your apartment is a set place that fills with all the clothes and weapons you get throughout the game. Awesome. That's, that's, that's cool. That's okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, you drive, you can drive cars first or third person while driving in first person. UI appears diagnetically on the windshield yeah oh shit yeah like wow yeah okay i also like from game informers basically like there really isn't ai or ui like at all in the game or no no, 
no, no, no. I'm thinking of Ghost of Tsushima. That's it. Ghost of Tsushima, there's like no a UI, apparently. Well, they, I, yeah. They so, and from uh, Patrick and Austin, they, they said that it's like the, the UI in this game is like the sleekest, smoothest thing. It's like mm-hmm. it reminds you yeah. like how UIs have been advancing throughout the years, and this UI is the best thing they've ever seen. Right. Um, the goal is for you not only to engage with the game world, but its inhabitants. Yeah. And you take missions uh, with from NPCs. Blah, blah, blah. I heard there are like shit tons of NPCs on the screen at once. Like anywhere you go, there's it's it feels like a living, breathing city. Yeah. It's an open world game that you open up more with street cred. Yeah. Specific jacket okay. up by five percent. All right. You to yeah. access new places. Mm. <laughs> okay. Yes, I'm in. Let's we don't need to talk about <laughs> yeah. cyberpunk anymore. I'm fucking in. Yeah. Um there's a bullet time abilities. Um God. Let's see. Man, yeah, gunplay f- feels slower than Doom or Borderlands, but faster than Fallout 4. Mm-hmm. Um, CD Projekt showed off some late game abilities, including Mantis-like blade arms and wall running. Yeah, you know, I don't. Every <laughs> everything I hear about so this game good. is a positive to me. It's so good. I am so fucking excited for whatever these guys do next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just give it to me. Um, so yeah, that was Microsoft's conference. I thought they brought the heat, man. Yeah, definitely. They did a good job. Fucking gunning for it. They stole the script. They did. Um, moving on to Bethesda. Rage 2. Open the show. Heck yeah. Andrew WK performed before we saw anything. And those motherfuckers did not know how to party. The, the Everyone in the audience. They were so free. They did not know how to party, and that was no. lame. Because that was a good show. I mean, yeah. I, I, I enjoyed it. But it's certainly one of those E3 moments that I think everybody's going to look back on as like, that was fucking bizarre, you know, just because like Andrew WK comes out and performs this just fucking jamming ass song in front of people that are like, I am here to see the video games. Please show me the video games. And he's just like, yeah, (laughs) it was pretty, pretty crazy. Then they brought out. A guy from Mid Software and the guy from Avalanche that's kind of heading heading up development. He's huge. And He's a big man. Massive height difference between those two guys. The the Avalanche developer is huge. He had a Grave shirt on, which Grave is some fucking hard death metal. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that dude should just be jamming like a Monomarth all the time. Like, I, I feel like before he became a game developer, he was probably in a death metal band at some point. Um, but then they finally got to Rage 2 after a very long time. And boy, just Rage 2 look good, man. Mm-hmm. I'm just so excited to play this game. This is one of my favorite games of the show for sure. I've been hearing rumors that it plays like Doom. Ooh, 
I like that. I like that. Lots of just crazy stuff. Throwing shit, gory stuff. Mutant armies at low. Yeah. Like, like that, the kind of mutant stuff in there that they got creative with here, they, they were very, like, conservative in the first Rage game. Like, there was, like, one big mutant that you saw the entire game. There was, like, and the mutants you saw towards the end game weren't as creatively done as the ones that we saw on the on the stream mm-hmm. yes yeah, i'm excited for this one i like the i like the look of the vehicle combat um mm-hmm. there are a few weird things about it though like they're sticking with a lot of the old things from the first rage like a lot of the main story stuff like the nanotrites and the authority and all that kind mm-hmm. of shit that kind of like are you really just going back to the old stuff like you had to you pretty much had a clean slate to do whatever you the hell you wanted yeah. and you decided to i i guess they might have a little bit of reverence within the studio like with the, like it's still their baby but uh, man yeah yeah that sounds um, kind of unnecessary yeah, like, the, there's just unnecessary baggage that they didn't need to bring forward but uh, I hope they can, they stick the landing on it it's I want this game to be a very good video game as I do yeah. with a, a lot of video games yeah this will, it just looks like a blast to play um, now to Scrolls Legends is going to come to consoles yep later Excited this year about that uh, yeah and especially since progression carries over uh, from my PC oh through my Bethesda account. Does it carry to the PS4 version? Yeah. Really? Okay. I am going to assume it does, but <laughs> motherfuckers at PlayStation, if you pull the same thing you did with uh, Fortnite on Switch, I am coming after you. That is so fucking crazy to me. Um, yeah, Fortnite launched on Switch. You can transfer your progress between PC, Switch, and Xbox One, but not on PS4. So dumb. Get your shit together, Sony. That's just not not nice. It's so anti-consumer to me. Um, the Elder Scrolls Online. So yes, that, that's a thing. I believe it's out now. Yeah, it's it's um, already out. Um, I'll talk about this. They're adding a new yeah. dungeon, the Wolf Hunter dungeon, fucking werewolf themed. Hell yeah, werewolves Ooh. are really cool in that game. And then. We're, they have Merkmire coming, where we're going to explore Black Marsh and the Argonian culture, and that's a uh, that is a very exciting thing because there isn't really much material out there on Argonians, and this yeah. is going to be a great opportunity to see where they go creatively with them. Yeah, Elder Scrolls Online tr- tr- trucking along. Yeah. I think. Um, also, I just I like that man. It yeah. comes out every year. He's just I would just cuddle that guy. Fall asleep. Fall asleep with him. This next one I got just so fucking stoked for. Mm-hmm. I wish we saw more of it, but damn. Doom Eternal. They announced basically Doom 2. Yeah. It's basically going to be hell on earth. Yeah. And I Except they just didn't stoked. want to do, they didn't want the naming conflict with the Doom 2 hell on earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's all we got was a trailer. It was a damn good trailer. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Um, lots of loud music, shotgun at the end. You see the skyscrapers everywhere. Yeah. Bad shit happening. Mm-hmm. 
but I'm ready to fuck shit up. I'm I'm so ready for this, man. Twice as many demons. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. God, it's awesome. Very excited for for more Doom. Um, they talked about esports and Quake Champions. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were kind of begging people to come play Quake Champions. That's the only reason why that was there. Yeah, I mm, I like that game, but not enough people play it. No. Um, then we got a whole bunch from Prey. So Prey is getting th- an update. Um, well, at this point, it's already out. So there's three new modes in Prey. A survival mode, a story mode, and I'm blanking on the other one. A new game plus. New game plus. That's right. Um, and then there's Moon Crash DLC, which is basically like it's procedurally a- generated arena in a way it's it's a roguelike it's like it's a run-based game where like things are different every time and yeah 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 um and then they're getting a typhon hunter mode yes which is kind of like prop hunt in a way but like reversed like you're gonna play as um the mimics and everything uh i think it's six players yeah one versus five yeah so and it's going to be in VR. Correct. And they're going to have a single player experience in VR as well. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff happening for Prey. Is this the DLC you wanted? Not necessarily, but it's... So, it's stuff I didn't know I wanted. Mm. I wanted more story. I wanted more, like... I wanted, like, a more expansive story version of story DLC. And I, I'm going to assume there is some story within that moon crash stuff, but it isn't like the meticulously handcrafted experience that I was kind of hoping for. But I don't know. Like I, I really hope this doesn't mean that they're done with prey, Yeah. but I have a feeling they're done with prey. I have a feeling too. Cause I had just have a feeling that prey just didn't do what they wanted it to do. Which makes me incredibly sad. But then again, who fucking knows? Because Bethesda makes Rage 2. True, true. True, that kind of throws a lot of things out the fucking window. (laughs) It's cool. I I, I agree with you. It's not what I wanted. I wanted story stuff or new handcrafted, like, levels to go through. But, I mean, Prey has some very intense combat and i feel so i feel it could really fit like a rogue like experience pretty well i don't know have you checked it out are you going to uh i'm going to uh i haven't had the time yet i've been a little bit busy okay yeah i don't know if i'll check it out we'll see um but the typhon hunter mode that's cool i wish that was there from the start um then we got a you know a, a dual wolfenstein announcement Wolfenstein Young Blood coming in 2019, yes. set in the 80s. Yeah. It's uh, Twin Daughters. Yeah. It's co op. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I hear a lot of people saying, like, this is the last Wolfenstein game. It's not. It, like, they had Wolfenstein the Old Blood. Now they're doing Wolfenstein the Young Blood. And I still feel like they have a Wolfenstein 3 to do you know yeah to to finish that story um 
but this is still very very exciting to me because mm-hmm. I want more Wolfenstein very badly Wolfenstein co-op I want to see how it happens and, and how it works because I just I feel the insanity is just going to be amazing with that yeah we're gonna mm, we're gonna play that together Tyler yeah it's gonna be really good I'm, I'm excited uh, and then they're doing Wolfenstein cyber pilot which is mm-hmm. another VR game yeah where you hack into Nazi machines and kill Nazis that way yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, oh shit, I forget the quote. In their effort to bring fuck Nazis to every platform possible. Yeah. I love that Bethesda's conference is so down to earth most of the time. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's mostly because of Pete Hines. Like, he does a great job of setting the tone. They do a great job of being different from everyone who is so buttoned up and professional. Mm-hmm. Whereas they're just up there. They're like, our games are cool and we're going to drop fucking F bombs if we want to. He's, you're going to wear a Stanley Cup yeah. champion shirt. Champion like, chip shirt. yeah, like who cares? You know, I, I love their conferences. Yeah. They're, they're always entertaining to watch, at least. Um, it's like they, they got, know who they know who they're talking to. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, then we got the the Todd Howard Power Hour. Big Rod like, Todd. Yeah, goddamn Todd Howard comes out and just dropped a whole bunch of shit on mm-hmm. us. Oh my goodness. First of all, Skyrim is on Alexa, and that's a serious thing. Got a Fallout shirt there? Nuka oh yeah, Cola. I got I got my Fallout Nuka Cola shirt on. Yeah, um, but yeah, Skyrim's on Alexa. They had some sort of spoof, and everybody was like, "Oh, they're just making fun of themselves because they put Skyrim on every platform." And no, it's a real thing. Yes, uh, someone in my office was wow. playing it at work. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, god, that's just that just cracks me up. I I I watched. It, I'm like, this is. It was really a really great. good bit. Like that was it really was, and I'm like, this is so funny that they're doing this. And then I learned the next day that no, it's real. And it just makes it that much better. Then he gave us the blowout on Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. We got a nice trailer. It's the same trailer we saw at the Xbox conference, but it's a fine trailer. I love the jam in there. Yeah. Country Road, Take Me Home. It's just so good. Um, showing off the world. The world's apparently four times larger than Fallout 4's, which I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. does it need to be? No, it doesn't, but sure. Um, game is confirmed to be set in West Virginia. Um, Something- then they... I mean, some things that... Oh, wait, I guess we'll be going into it, but like some things I noticed, like there's a huge draw distance... Yes. It. You yeah. can see weather across the map. Yep. They basically he one thing he talked about is how I guess the engine that they have now they kind of upgraded a little bit to be able to do those sorts of things. So it it looks visually way fucking better than Fallout 4. What confuses me, I think you can maybe explain this cuz you're more just into Fallout lore than I am. Mm-hmm. The bombs drop. Yes. This is set 25 years after. Yes. Why is there fucking trees everywhere? Okay, so they went into... Fallout 4 is so, so barren. They went into this a little bit in the documentary. Um, Okay. It's the the making of documentary from Noclip. Uh, So basically they chose West Virginia because... 
that's one of the places where you're just not going to get bombed. Like, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Like, bombs wouldn't have dropped there. People just went into the shelter to shield from nuclear radiation for the first 25 years. But that... That's about it. That makes that makes sense to me because I'm looking at that. I'm like, because there's nothing in West, West Virginia. It's like, no right. offense to if you live in West Virginia, <laughs> there's nothing there that anyone else would want to bomb. Yeah, makes sense. Um, then they kind of went into to some gameplay. I feel like they were trying to really make sure to, you know, calm everybody down a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, this is a different Fallout, so you can't play this game online. Or, or um, by yourself. Yes. It is an always online game, though. Basically, to me, what it seemed like is you will see other players, like, all the yeah. time. He said that you can sort of opt out of it in a way, of, but if you die, you don't lose progress, you don't lose your character, mm-hmm. you just die. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, you die and respawn nearby. Correct. Yeah, so that kind of calmed me down a little bit, because I'm like, I don't want to have some random dude kill me and take all my shit. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's cool. Um, It almost just seemed to me like it's a four player fallout game in a way that you could play solo. Cause some of the stuff of them like running around, there was four of them running together and some big, almost like dragon thing came out and they were fighting. It was like this super intense fight. And then they, took a photo with it in a photo mode that's like the best photo mode i've ever seen Mm -hmm. because they were like posing with it Mm -hmm. so cool uh i saw that and i'm like i am down for that right there like that is really cool to me um they went into like a lot more of the base building and how you can move your base around wherever you want and stuff Mm -hmm. i'm still not excited about that maybe they made it better though so it's that that part's optional there are like there are like workshops in like there are like public workshops that are pre-built around like the map that you can go and do like weapons bet weapons benches and all that stuff that you can do there like the essential stuff you can do there Mm. uh but like i think the advantages of building a campus just to like i a it's like a creative thing that you can do if you feel like it and b like you can have like resource production like food and water and stuff like there because this is a survival game there is going to be hunger and thirst yeah correct um one thing i just thought was so awesome they went into the whole nuclear sites Mm -hmm. basically you can set off the bombs if you want to and bomb the shit out of a location and that does change how that location is now Mm -hmm. there's gonna be like crazy stuff there crazy yeah so all sorts of stuff you yeah you uh they went into that in the documentary as well uh that like they tried to like provide a reason for you to use the nukes rather than just sitting on top of the codes like they they want you to like be encouraged to use it even if you don't want to use it against other players you can just use it against a zone because you can see where all the other players are i'm not sure if they mentioned that during the conference but you can see where the other players are but you like you can pick a spot where no one is just to create a high level zone for better loot hmm wow that's interesting I did not know that portion. Mm-hmm. I knew like it changed everything. You, there's different resources there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't know you could see the players on the, on the map and stuff. That's neat. Um, they are going to do a beta. They didn't say when, but that's going to happen. 
there is a power armor special edition if you want and the map glows in the fucking dark yeah that's <laughs> pretty cool Howard said. <laughs> um and it comes out november 14th the power armor edition comes with a fucking t51 helmet yeah mm. Does. Mm. that's a really dumb thing that i want <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but yeah it comes out november 14th this year um i think next week we should run through the second half of the year because yeah oh my goodness is it stacked yes um so uh, what's your feeling on fallout 76 i'm in i'm in i love fallout i think a multiplayer fallout can be fun there's i already have ideas of things that i want to do in fallout 76 mm-hmm. like so in fallout 76 like trading like bartering and trading is going to be between players like there aren't going to be shops there aren't npcs you're going to wow. be trading among other players that's interesting that's cool um i want what i my big idea is to create an arena where people can come and fight monsters for money and then people or fight other teams for and then people can place bets and stuff like that that's the kind of thing that i want to build in fallout 76 Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i'm down for them doing a different experience i know people are not pleased with this it's like oh this is the fallout that i want but like 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 i said when this got announced like i just feel like if they did another fallout it would be cool but it would be met with a little bit of sort of a dud just because there's been other games that i feel in terms of rpg have totally outclassed it this generation but this seems just different why not Mm -hmm. i'm trying something new with with it i think it's an an interesting experience i'm more down for fallout 76 after this presentation than i was before it i'll say that i don't know if i'm going to pick it up right away so just because there's so much this fall that i want to play before this one but it looks awesome to me so one of the important things that uh they didn't mention uh until like some interview is that uh there will like when it launches you'll either be playing online with other players or you'll be playing solo no in between no private servers but they will be working on the ability to host a private match so you can just go out with you and your friends if that's what you want to do yeah and that'll be cool too i'm just yeah i'm down i'm down and it also weirdly made me go like i should go back and play fallout 4 because i bought the season pass and i didn't play any of it i I booted up fallout 4 again did you yeah good time yeah it was a really good time yeah i think i'm i'm gonna try to do that soon um Fallout Shelter's out on PS4 now. That's cool. Um, the Elder Scrolls Blades. I just want to talk about this quick yes, because this yes. just blew my mind. Yes. So Elder Scrolls Blades, it's a mobile game. It's basically almost like a console-like experience in a way in terms of graphics, but on your phone, which RIP phone battery playing mm-hmm. this game. But there's going to be three three modes, an abyss mode, doing dungeons and arena where you're fighting other people and then a town um he todd howard did say how he eventually wants this game on like every fucking thing like mm-hmm. vr pc yeah. console everywhere but just blew my mind of how good it looked he also made a jerk off joke when he Are was you saying that? you can play it in you can play it in portrait mode because you know sometimes you need another hand Oh, <laughs> that must have flew over my head. Wow. 
Todd Howard was out there with the jokes. He's the man. <laughs> he he's dude. I could listen to this guy talk all fucking day. Yeah, he's fascinating. Then Bethesda said, "You know what, Yolo? Let's just drop some bombs on these people." Not only did we, can you drop the nukes in Fallout 76, and we just did some cool stuff. Um, we're going to announce Starfield officially. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's their new IP sci-fi. It's happening. Mm-hmm. It'll be happening after Fallout 76. And then they're like, you know what, YOLO. Let's go even further. Then they officially confirmed they're going to be doing the Elder Scrolls 6. And we got the teasiest of teasers yeah. with both of these. Hot take. Yeah. I I don't like that they announced Elder Scrolls 6. And, and here's my reasons. It, to me, the Elder Scrolls Six is kind of like a no shit moment. Like, mm-hmm. of course they're going to make the Elder Scrolls Six eventually. To me, it's just so fucking far away. I feel I know they have three studios now, but they haven't had three studios for that long. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know even their team, you know, at the main Bethesda Game Studios, like, is large. Don't get me wrong, but like. I feel I I seriously I'll be shocked if we're playing Elder Scrolls Six by the time we're thirty. Like I I really feel okay. like it's okay. it's far away, man. It has to be. Um, maybe <laughs> I, that's just okay. why they opened so, up two more studios. I don't know. Imagine a crazy world where we get the Bethesda Studios game three back to back years. No, that's not <laughs> happening. No way. No way. No way. Um, you know, Starfield is in production. Mm-hmm. Who knows how far into production? I know they've been working on it for a long time, but, you know, how long have they truly been working, working on it? You know, um, to me, I just feel like they should have ended on Starfield. I, I was just so fucking excited. I was just like pump my fist just in excitement of Starfield. Because to me, I, I'll be honest with you, Starfield's more exciting to me than the Elder Scrolls 6 at this point. Because Starfield is brand new. It's Bethesda Game Studios and it's sci-fi. I like all three of those things. Um, I just feel like an Elder Scrolls game is going to be amazing. We know that they can make an, an amazing Elder Scrolls game. They've done it multiple times. Times. I will see what they do that's new. Uh, I just feel that Elder Scrolls 6 is so far away, as exciting as it is. But it's also fine to me of like, yeah, let's just announce it. Like, let's just not be stupid. Let's and not like, be the And I think they were clarifying, trick. like, this is after Starfield. Like, Elder yes, Scrolls 6 is. is after Starfield. It is. Like, it's to me, this was such an anti video game industry move where, like, the video game is so industry, most of the time, is so keeps everything so close to their chest. And then they reveal it. Whereas, like, Hollywood's just like, yeah, we're making another Avengers movie in four years. You'll see it then. Here, you speculate know? on everything you can you can with this camera yeah. pan over this mountain yeah. range <laughs> along the coast. Try to guess where this game is and try to guess what the, what that yeah. means. <laughs> but I also feel like they kind of pigeonhole themselves because when they when they talk about Starfield, I still feel like people are going to be more excited about Elder Scrolls Six and asking where is Elder Scrolls Six. Every year, it's going to be where is Elder Scrolls Six. Come on, what's happened? I just I'm shocked that they did this. Well, what do you think? I I feel like they can do whatever the hell they want. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't it it doesn't matter. They have so much Bethesda Game Studios has so much goodwill that like they they can get away with it. Like 
Sure, people are going to be asking. They're going to be asking for years to come about Elder Scrolls Six, and maybe there'll maybe there will be a drip feed. Maybe they'll maybe they'll do this game differently. Maybe they'll drip feed it out as it goes rather than uh, staying yeah. silent and then releasing, uh, like shortly after. Yeah, it's yeah. I I don't know, man. It's it's just really exciting and. It's it's honestly just a relief to know that the Elder Scrolls just to know the order of things that are going to happen. Like it's for me, it's I now I know when to expect seeing Elder Scrolls Six stuff, and that's not until after Starfield stuff. So I now I I know where to keep my expectations. So that that's that's where it stands with me. Yeah, I mean, it is an exciting next few years for Bethesda for sure just with these three titles and then they also have great um, games that they publish too so overall not a bad show to me there's some thing. there's certainly some shit from Bethesda that I'm down for so let's move on to Square Enix Square hey, Enix wait, I, me, I almost forgot they had a yeah. show yeah, I know. To me, they're so not worth watching if you haven't watched them. Let's run through them very quick. Shadow of the Tomb Raider got a gameplay demo. Yeah. Um, not a, didn't look as polished as I. Yeah. There was some hope. jank. Yeah, for a game three months out, I'm like, yikes, you know. Mm-hmm. But I liked what you could do with the environment. That seemed pretty cool. Um, hopefully there's a lot of that throughout the, the game. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 Storebloods getting a new Under the Moonlight patch in a Monster Hunter World crossover. Mm-hmm. That's cool. We saw the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit again. Dragon Quest XI, Echoes of an Elusive Age got a trailer. Yeah, that's Boom. that's a game I was already anticipating. Mm-hmm. Probably the biggest announcement from Square was Babylon's Fall which is Platinum's new game coming next year to PS4. Very cool. Uh, yeah, they talk about Nier Automata. It's coming to Xbox. Octopath Traveler. It's coming to Switch. Just Cause 4 got a nice, nice deep dive. Game looks goofy. It's a Just Cause game. They're yeah. just taking it to a whole other level. There's tornadoes. Grapple, grappling hooks been updated. Vehicles have been updated. World seems neat. Why not? They got they announced a game called The Quiet Man. Whatever that was. Yeah. It was like a live action thing, but then it transitioned to gameplay and then back to live action. But it was just a dude. He didn't say anything. He just beat the shit out of these guys. And that's it. Not even a developer. It was like, okay. Weird. It ended on Kingdom Hearts 3, which was the same fucking trailer from the Xbox conference. 99% of it. That's it. Mm-hmm. I hope you're happy. <laughs> that's just frustrating to me. Like, what is the point of having an E3 show if that's what you're going to do? It's just, I, I think I'm just more disappointed in Square just because of the lineup that they have. And then this is what they did with it, you know? <clears throat> yeah. No Avengers, no Final Fantasy VII. Crazy. Fuck. It's what it is. Ubisoft. Did you know that Just Dance 2019 is going to happen? I had a pretty good idea that's that's a thing. Well, they they made sure that you know. Oh, okay. But then they got into Beyond Good and Evil 2. 
They showed off some pre-alpha gameplay of it. They didn't. In, they intentionally did not make this full screen for mm-hmm. everybody to see. Yeah. But still, what we saw looked cool. At least the world did. It gave me like Ratchet and Clank feels, which is weird to say. Of just like this really neat looking world, and there's just a lot going on, shit flying around everywhere, and I don't know. It looked neat. An action adventure RPG. They even got another trailer. Um, Jade is in the game, who's the main character of the first game. And uh, that trailer was awesome. I don't know if you've seen that trailer. It was just, I loved every second of it. It visually Mm -hmm. stunning trailer. Props to whoever made that. Then Joseph Gordon-Levitt came out. His company's Hit Record is helping make stuff for the game. Cool? No, not cool, actually. Why not? Not cool. <laughs> they're pretty much like publicly sourcing work. Yeah. And they're, they said they have $50,000 to pay people, which oh is boy. not a lot of money at all to pay people for work. No, definitely not. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, then Rainbow Six Siege. It's up to 35 million players. They talk about esports. They showed off the new documentary for it. Trials Rising. That's a video game. Mm-hmm. Coming out February uh, of 2019. Um, what a presentation they had for that. Um, God, what's the dude's name? Pat something. Ah, I'm blanking on it. But this dude came out. And just like wrecked shit, and it was just completely ridiculous, like Trials is. The game looks cool for sure. It, it looks like a Trials game, but mm-hmm. it looks fun. They did a kind of big blowout for the, the Division 2, got a trailer, a great trailer, I will say. But, you know, the whole presentation for this game was so, so overly dramatic. I feel like they're trying to set up this story to be pretty fucking rad of like the United States is just done. It's about, it's totally collapsed and this and that. I just feel like it's probably not going to be a great story. I'm holding out on that part, but it's going to be some specializations for when you finish the campaign to dive into eight player raids are happening. Three DLCs in the first year for free. They should also showed off some gameplay of it. Um, here and then also at the xbox conference what do you think of the division two are you excited for this no they really do- there doesn't seem to be anything that would change i don't think i would feel any differently about playing this game than i did playing the first game okay it's a fair point for sure because i, did, I honestly didn't think the first game like felt good to play i don't i felt it was a very boring cover shooter yeah, it, it kind of was. Um, and also, it was just... Everything was the so... The final cool fucking spongy. boss of the Division was a goddamn helicopter, okay? It was a joke. I know. It, it wasn't the greatest game, for sure. I'm more excited for the Division 2 than I thought I was going to be. But I'm still not not 100% down for it, just because I'm, I'm just... I'm hesitant. Like... The division just—I felt a little burned by it in a way. Um, I know they changed that game; they made it a lot better over time. But initially at launch, 
did not have the greatest times with. I had a lot of connection problems with the game. Um, As you do with most Ubisoft games. I know. What the fuck? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's only their games that are all fucking weird. Um, like, a lot of the gameplay seems like The Division, for sure. Um, I did not like their presentation of it at the Xbox conference of these just ridiculous play, like walk voiceovers and everything. Nobody talks like that. Nobody ever will. Stop. I hate these fucking things. Um, and, and just like the ca- the slow camera pans of like slowly walking through the environment. Like nobody does this shit. And they look up and they shoot the thing and a purple loot falls out. And it's like, okay, that might be a thing. But sure, who cares? Um, some of the abilities seemed neat for sure um, you know Washington DC I think is a much better setting for the game it allows it the game's going to have a lot more color and life to it it seems like than the first one which is a good thing we'll see We'll see. I wonder what an eight player raid is like in the division because they just sent waves after waves of dude dudes at you and just ran fucking jacked up their health. So what is an eight player raid going to be like in that game? Because to me, it doesn't have the mechanics like, say, uh, no, Destiny it, does. It doesn't. You know? It's I I don't I don't think that game. I don't think the way that game plays is well suited for what that game is. Yeah. We'll see. March 15th. That's when that game comes out. I'll be busy playing Anthem. I think I would rather play Anthem. Just because I know what the division's going to be. I'll say that. They did a big blowout of Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle Donkey Kong DLC, a live musical perform- performance from Grant Kirkhope. That was pretty rad. Yeah. I'm so down for this. I love that fucking game. We were playing that game. We're in world, halfway through world three of four in the co op challenges. Dude, it is so hard. Oh my goodness. I'm not the best strategy game player, but still, this is hard as shit stuff. Have six turns to take out like 14 enemies. Damn. Maybe I need Danky Kang to help me out. Mm-hmm. Skull and Bones. Got a nice big gameplay demo. Um, showing off just how it's a shared world, fortresses you can take, loot, boarding, sort of. That was a disappointing aspect yeah, to me. Like Shit it's... battles. Like, you don't have, there's no combat when you board the ships. Yeah. Which sucks. Like, that would have been so fucking awesome if they did that. Um, the ships look good, though. I'm that water excited. looks real good. Yeah, this this game looks fun. It really does. Uh, 2019 on it. I, I'm very down for this one. Transference. Elijah Wood. Yeah. VR. I don't know what to think of this. One. Like, I'm confused just by this. The, his, his, like, I, I want to quote him here. Uh, it's like, you have you ever wanted to go inside to someone else's mind and learn their deepest, darkest secrets? And I was like, no, I wouldn't no. want to do that. No. no. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, then Starlink Battle for Atlas comes out October 16th. Still sticking with that Toys to Life. 
aspect of the game. I don't know on this one. Um, or at least that portion of it. I'm like, yo. Uh, mm-hmm. Action wise, I mean, it seems like it could be a fun little game. It might be an actually, uh, it might be a good Star Fox game. Yeah, Star Fox crossover is going to be it. That is awesome. We might finally get a good Star Fox game. Maybe. I think after this, you know, Nintendo should just hire Ubisoft to make a full on Star Fox game, because why not? It worked well with Mario and Rabbids. Uh, For Honor got a pretty big blowout. Um, They're basically adding a new faction to the game. And For Honor Marching Fire comes out October 16th. They're adding a new mode, 4v4 uh, breach mode, castle breach. Sure. If you're down for For Honor, why not? I think this could give For Honor a good boost that it desperately needs. I don't know how excited people will be over this. It's also coming out at a really bad time, but why not? Crew 2 got a trailer, open beta June 21st. Who gives and they a ended fuck? On... <laughs> Who gives a fuck yeah. about the crew? I know. I agree. Then they added on, ended on Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Um, kind of confirmed everything that was rumored about this game. So you can play as male or female characters. Um, there's dialogue options. Comes out October 5th. It's in Greece. Showed a gameplay demo of it. Combat seems the same. I mean, the UI. Everything about this game, yeah. I felt, was so similar to Origins that I was like, hmm. They really annualized it, didn't they? <laughs> and, and, God, I, I hate sounding like this guy. I really do. Because I know there's hundreds of people that have worked so fucking hard on this game. But even, like, in the trailer, like, some of the towns they were showing off, uh, some of the, you know, not the big blowout, like, this is totally ancient Greece sort of stuff. But some of the towns, I'm like, dude, this is this looks literally ripped from Origins. Like, I'm like, and then, like, they got to the the upgrading stuff, the skill tree. I'm like, that's the same, pretty much. <laughs> they got to, you know, the armor and weapons. I'm like, wow, wow. UI's dead on. It seems like they're changing combat a little bit with, like, how you're changing weapons and the abilities and stuff. That's cool. Um, like, kicking dudes around, that seems fun. Um I'm down for this game, just not right away, in my opinion. Not October 5th. And I really just don't want to play another massive Assassin's Creed this soon. Um, as cool as Ancient Greece will be, you know? I don't know. What What do you think of this game? Are I think Cassandra is buff. Oh, my yeah. God. Man. They did not fuck around when they were like, we're going to make a... We're going to make a female character. Also, yeah. she's not going to have ridiculous, dumb boob armor. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, also, with this game, like, apparently romance. there's no hidden blades. Yes, there's romance in the mm-hmm. game, which that's a first for Assassin's Creed. That's cool. Um, and uh, you get this spear that you can do, like, a whole bunch of different shit with, which yeah. I'm down for that. That seems awesome. There is a lot of cool aspects to it. I just... Like I said, I, I just don't know if I want to play it. Right has that, it has that uh, mythological stuff, man. They yeah. showed that minotaur, minotaur at the end. Yep. Yep. And there's there's a lot of cool things they can do there with, is. That, with that uh, mythology. Yeah. They're, they're leaning a lot more into uh, that Assassin's Creed is now an RPG. 
yeah. in this one they're definitely leaning a lot more into because it has a lot more aspects to it which I'm fucking down for um, I just man I just wish it wasn't annualized <laughs> that's the only thing to me um, that's it no mm. big zinger from Ubisoft no splinter cell like most people thought overall not a bad conference I just feel like people were expecting that one big thing you know Mm-hmm. All right, let's move yeah. on to Sony. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into this, man. Sony, they went into it ahead of time, saying like, um, "Yeah, we're focusing on four games. It's gonna be a different show, doing something different." And they definitely did do something different. So they started off in a tent, and um. It came out and the audio was bad and I was like, oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> this is not this is gonna be much different. And I don't know about this one. Um but then they had uh, Gustavo came out and play some of the music from The Last of Us and I got all the feels in the world. That soundtrack's amazing. And I just I love hearing that dude play. Um but then they got right into it. The Last of Us Part Two. Mm-hmm. And then the tent made sense. Yeah. So the tent that Sony basically created for the audience to be in for this portion of the show is basically the tent that uh, that Ellie was in with her friends um, at like a sort of dance sort of thing. Uh, and there was, you know, there was another character, uh, Billy. Is that his name? I forget. Uh, but he was asking about, like, Ellie's old man. It's like, hmm, wonder who that guy is. Uh, maybe. Um, then talking to uh, her female friend. Uh, and they're dancing and smooching and all mm-hmm. sorts of stuff. Yeah, and that I was, was a- like, cool. You know, I, I was watching it. I'm like, in, 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 in my timing when, when we were watching this was just perfect. I was like, man. This is really, you know, opposite of what they've shown so far for this game. And then I shit you not, that's cuts. when the camera yep. rotated around, went inside her head, and she's just stabbing the fucking shit out of this guy. Yeah. I was like, okay, there it is. <laughs> so, mm, okay. Hmm. Yeah. And then they went into yeah. a lot of the combat stuff and it looked just like it's it's more of the last of us, like in that in like just the flow of that combat and stuff. It's more The Last of Us, but like, and I really hope a lot of this stuff is real, of just the little things you could do in the world, mm-hmm. like hiding under a car to get away yeah. from the enemies, uh, sliding between bookshelves, stuff like that, like dodging and everything, mm-hmm. um, or when uh, the big dude, one of the big guys knocked her down, and then she was able to turn around on her back and just shoot him in the face, like... All that stuff did seem real. I'm not saying it's Mm -hmm. not. I just hope that's something that you can do throughout the whole game of like you you have all of these small little options that you don't really know about unless you actually try. That combat was fucking intense. Yeah. Especially when she started to get chased and everything. Like Mm -hmm. when she was hiding under the the car and then the chick came up and was like checking it out and she's like bam smack in the fucking face just axes in the eye just dudes on his knees and she's like nah and it seemed like it's the religious cult from that trailer from Paris Games Week because they were kind of hanging people the same way 
very fucked up mm-hmm. very brutal and, and i i feel like then it, then t- it returns to the to kiss yes <laughs> does it comes back and i watched a soft moment i, like I watched it. the edited trailer where it was just the kiss and that was fine <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah what, what do you think of all the the violence in this game uh think they're going too far or anything i i feel like it's honest like it's honest to what the game is but i'm not sure if that's what the game needs for marketing right like it's yeah it's very it's like they're being very upfront with what the game is but also like i feel like people already know what that world is and you don't need to show what that world is like i don't know like it's it's not my call to make, obviously, but yeah. I feel like it, it, it's unnecessary, but I don't think it's like I don't think they're wrong to do it. I just think it's like I think it's unnecessary for them to go that far. Yeah. I mean, maybe for marketing, I could see it being a little weird for sure. Um, but I'm just I'm down for this. Yeah, I'm curious that what they choose so to exciting. put on television commercials. Yeah. Like this 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 is here at a conference, but I'm curious what to see what they put on TV. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That that'll be interesting to see. You know, Neil Druckmann did say this game's about hate and they're not kidding. They're definitely not kidding. Every trailer has been hate and dark and violent, you know? Even the gameplay we saw is pretty violent, uh, but I'm I'm very excited for for it. I thought it was a pretty pretty banger of an opening. That I'm shocked that they opened with it. And then the conference just went into limbo. <laughs> it really did because then they had to shuffle everybody from that tent to the real location, and they had this intermission with the guys from the PlayStation blog, um, where they didn't announce a lot of significant things. Uh, there's old maps coming to, you know, remastered maps uh, coming to Call of Duty Black Ops 4 if you pre-order on PlayStation. Yay. Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is free on PlayStation Plus. God of War's getting a new game plus mode. And we got a new trailer for Destiny 2 Forsaken where they're killing Kate 6. Sure. I saw you dove back into Destiny. Shh. How did you see that? Oh, wait, no. You've Maybe because you yeah. posted yeah. pictures and set us pictures. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, we'll talk about that some other time. All right. It sounds good. Um, yeah. That that was that. Then they actually got back to it. Goes to Tsushima. They had a, a nice guy come out there and do some stuff and things. And then they uh, go to Tsushima. What do you think of this one? That might be my game of the show. I am 100% in agreement with you. It is, it looked the best, like the whole art and like that scene, like towards the end of the trailer where it was the duel with the falling leaves and then the fire starting. That just made, that just so gave me this feeling like, like nothing else, man. It was, yeah. it was something awesome. I feel like I'm a little, I guess you and me are a little bit more excited for this game than most are mm-hmm. in a way. Cause I've heard people saying like, yeah, it was cool, but it wasn't like, wow. I was like totally wowed by this, that color palette, that lighting in that world was fucking stunning and gave me total Witcher three vibes. Um, 
And then just the small details, like especially towards the end when they're fighting, the way the leaves were falling underneath of their feet and shuffling around and moving, I was like, what the hell? This is good. Um, I thought the combat looked good. We'll see how it is, mm-hmm. but it, it when it comes out, um, but to me it looked pretty fun to play. Um, it had this weird level of like – kind of jankiness weird oddness to it but game is still very much in development i'm not going to give a shit for that um but what i liked about the first combat scenario was like this like standoff Mm -hmm. sort of thing of like who's going to draw their sword first or whatever and that seemed pretty intense uh i loved the whole sort of assassin's creed sort of thing they kind of jumped up on the roof and then jumped down and went kill 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 stab you through the fucking door dead awesome yes i was just totally blown away by this game i'm very excited for it yeah just yeah it that that's yeah that is one of my games of the show for sure yeah uh sucker punch seems to me like they're pulling a gorilla games like they're really growing up you know Mm -hmm. like Killzone was cool but then horizon really just said to gorilla like yeah we can do a lot better than that do different things check us out feel like sucker punch kind of doing the same thing with this i hope it turns out good then we got the new game from remedy control coming in 2019 very cool yeah. to me. It seemed like it was kind of quantum break on steroids, like a lot of, a lot of different sort of powers that you have, um, and that's kind of Remedy's thing. But I, I'm excited for this one. Then we got Resident Evil 2 remake coming January 25th. Yeah, I know a lot of people were clamoring for this, but for me that does nothing. Like I don't, I don't need yeah. to play Resident Evil 2, even if it's a remake. It. I mean, I never played Resident Evil 2, and this did look pretty good, but it's back to, like, the over-the-shoulder action of, like, Resident Evil 4 and 5 and 6, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing at all. Um, I was just very down for what Resident Evil 7 was. I know this game's been in development for a while, so we'll see what happens with, say, like, Resident Evil 8. I don't know. It's cool. It's cool, but I'm not as, as excited for it as, as most. Then we got a game called Trover Saves the Universe in the Rick and Morty universe. I'm sure that got you excited. Fuck this. <laughs> then we got another Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer confirming the Pirates of the Caribbean world is back. We got a realistic Jack Sparrow, and they either got Johnny Depp to do it, the voice, which I don't think so. That's expensive. They at least got a guy that sounds way fucking better than the dude from 2. If you have never heard Jack Sparrow from Kingdom Hearts 2, go look it up. It is comical how awful it sounds. This sounds a little bit better. A little bit more bearable. But, like, there's ship combat in Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, what? What? That's cool. That seemed flashy. I'm down. Still not the greatest trailer because they still had that odd back half of it, but but I'm down. All the Kingdom Hearts 3 games, or all the Kingdom Hearts games are going to be in one collection, only on PS4. So sorry, Xbox players who have never played a fucking Kingdom Hearts game if you've only played on Xbox, and for some reason you want Kingdom Hearts 3 when it comes to Xbox. 
you gotta get a PlayStation to play them. That just blows my mind. I, I couldn't even believe that they didn't announce that at the Square conference. That mm-hmm. that's not coming to Xbox. <laughs> Whatever. Um, and then a Kingdom Hearts three PlayStation four Pro. Just looked cool to me. Um, one of our buddies is Kingdom Hearts is his favorite franchise, and his PS four is dying. Oh, like it, it ejects disc in whenever he wants whenever it wants and does all sorts of weird shit so i'm like you know what he's gonna get yeah when this launches mm-hmm. and i and, and i was fucking around i'm like I, you're gonna get that regardless like even if your ps4 doesn't die like you're gonna make it die so you can have it he's like no i'm not gonna do that i'm like no bullshit i know you man um and we got death stranding yes yes death stranding hell yeah <laughs> I can't tell if you're if that's excitement or like I did not yeah. realize that I could go into something that showed more of the gameplay and still be more confused. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking love it. I love how Hideo Kojima can do that. He can show me more of the actual game and still confuse me further. Yeah. I um I couldn't believe how confused I was after this too. <laughs> what is the game? Like there You're was a delivery a of, man. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of Norman Reedus just walking around, just like picking up bodies and crates and carrying it somewhere. Like, okay. And then the end, I was like, whoa. So he hooked a babby up to his chest, mm-hmm. and then he got his little flapper thingy going. <laughs> and so you could see what the flapper thingy actually does now. Yeah. Is it shows these creatures, but the creatures are just like floating and they look like they got umbilical cords coming out of their ass. Like, what is that about? And then they, he all of a sudden gets caught by him. Like, okay, that's weird. But then there was, so, there was a lot of sick shots in this. First of all, the game does look pretty beautiful, beautiful in like a really like depressing way. Mm-hmm. There was some really great like mountain shots and all sorts of stuff. And there was one shot. You have to really look hard, but off in the distance, you could see all like five or six or whatever of these weird ass things just floating up in the sky, kind of like the first trailer yeah. we saw of this game. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. that that is cool. That fills me with like chills every time I see that. Just something like that. It just so I love that. But I'm so confused. This thing featured one of these most bizarre things ever. In that they showed Norman Reedus peeling off a fucking toenail. Like they oh put that on the God. screen in front of everybody. And I, I was like, know. wow, you motherfuckers just made a bunch of people puke in their mouths. <laughs> it's so funny because the amount of people that cringed at that, including me, I couldn't watch it. I hate seeing shit like that. Yet I can go back and watch The Last of Us of dudes getting their fucking eyeballs. The thing is, it's because, it's because Norman Reed, he goes for it twice. He doesn't get it on the first shot. He has to go for it a second time because yep. it just yep. stretches yep. back and... Uh, it's awful. It's awful. Um, oh. They confirmed more characters. Lindsay Wagner is in in here, and also Leia. I'm forgetting her last name, but she was in Mission Impossible Five or something like that. Um, seem one of them seemed to be um, Norman Reedus's sister in the game. It says something about going into town. All this stuff. I don't really think Norman Reedus is a great actor either. So it'll be funny. Like he's dropping F bombs in this, like, oh I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, that's funny. I don't know. I, 
I don't know, man. Like, My situation is fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what is this game? What is this world? Yeah. It's what's just crazy marketing. Then, oh shit! That one chick ate that like worm pill thing. Oh yeah, which was awesome, and it it had this crunch to it that was yeah. really kind of gross. And he said she said something about like keeping whatever away i guess maybe that's an actual thing in the game i would assume I have to eat these worm things but still like what are the babbies for do the creatures want the babbies i don't know i don't know it bothers me you know i was pretty dead on with mine yeah yeah that was like i said what? death stranding would have a trailer which it did then it went to gameplay and everything would be confusing yep <laughs> and it was I um, I cannot believe that I understand less about that game now. <laughs> I know, I know. Then we got Neo Two. Yes, that's very exciting. Then they ended on Spider Man again. Uh, we got a nice gameplay chunk of that, basically confirming that the Sinister Six is in the game. I thought it was a very exciting gameplay sequence, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, and that's it. I just thought it was an awkward ending to a show that felt like it was just finally getting going. And I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Like, I, I, I still feel like they should have ended on, like, Ghost of Tsushima or The Last of Us or something. Because they ended with Spider-Man last year. And as cool as it is, as close as it is, don't get me wrong. It's going to be a great game. I don't know. Like, he did it last year. Overall, like, I thought it was a fine conference. I have no problem with the content that they showed. I have no problem with them giving deep dives into four major titles. Like, I actually really like that. Seeing a lot of gameplay of of these uh, games because that's something you want to see from E3. Um, at least I know I do. I have no problem with the content. It was just the whole structure of it was just totally fucked to me. The pacing was just wild. Not in a good way. Yeah. Like I could be down for them to do this again like next year or in year after that, whatever. Right. See, just I just not, not in that way. I want them to go back to their 2016 conference and just fucking do it like that again. Yeah, yeah, I, and and I do like it that way for sure. Um, and it was it it sort of was in a way like they did their intermission. They started Ghost of Tsushima, and then nobody came out to say anything until it was done. It was just trailer, trailer, gameplay, whatever. Um, you know, and I feel like people expected a lot more announcements from it. That's also just kind of the problem of E3 in a weird way of like we get ourselves so hyped to have just these incredible announcements all the time. And then when they do happen, as they have ha- happened in the past, like especially 2016, where it was just like, oh, my God, I cannot believe what just happened. You know, we expect that every year. You know? But uh, yeah, I, I I was hoping for at least one more major third party announcement. Like, what's Rocksteady doing? You know, guess it's just not time for that. It's cool, but you know. yeah, very interesting that uh, EA didn't announce any sort of racing game this year. Yeah, EA doesn't have a lot of lot of pipe, bro. To me. I think mm, I want to burn out. I want to burn out. I feel like they're skipping a year so they don't have to do a need for speed. They could focus on making a burnout instead of a need for speed. 
Maybe. Just trying Maybe. to like realign themselves to make one of those I, games. I just want to see the look on your face the next, you know, next E three or the year after that or whatever when they announce a new Need for Speed and not a burnout. You know, my <laughs> be funny. I'm not sure if I could go on after that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Nintendo had theirs. There wasn't, a, there's not a lot of like anything that's really coming to PlayStation um, besides probably Overcooked 2. Yeah. Which launches which August 7th. Has online multiplayer. I know. That is exciting. You can throw the food at people. Yes. Give it to me. What do Smash? A very smart thing they're doing, but also that puts a lot of distance between this smash and whatever and another smash. Oh yeah, I almost wonder if you do another smash after this. I, I, I'm serious. Like they're putting every single fighter in this, like the best stages, everything. Like, how do you outdo this mm-hmm. in a way? Yeah, I don't know on that. But yeah, Waluigi, just. Getting just, dumped on. Yeah, no, just off in the distance. Just like nobody cares about me. Oh, yeah. I mean, there were a few things. Show. Yeah, there were a few things from the PC gaming show that I saw that I think are would be really cool on console. Uh, yeah. Things such as um, Ooblets, the Double Fine game, uh, where you're farming these little monsters and taking them out to battle and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. There was another one called Satisfactory, where you go down... It's from the same people who made Goat Simulator, but it's not that type of game. Uh, You go down to a planet, and you harvest resources and build a factory that helps you uh, make bigger stuff, and you just basically build a factory on this planet. Um, There was another one called Overwhelm, which was a 2D side-scrolling pixel shooter thing that looked really cool. Um... Yeah, just just a lot of cool little neat things over there that I like to see mm-hmm. put on the PlayStation platform. Oh wait, there was Noita. Noita was the other one that I thought looked really good. That's coming to PC, which would look really good on like on a PlayStation. Like it's yeah, some cool stuff. Uh, yeah. Maybe maybe uh, maybe. We should whisper in some ears. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey there, Geo Corsi. Um, I know you do third-party relations. Could you uh, maybe take a look at this? Uh, hashtag building the list. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. I, I saw a funny joke about the PlayStation conference, about the church setting. They were going to finally give the Vita th- the funeral it deserves. Mm. Mm. That's funny. Yeah, that's a good. I joke. thought it was a good, good, uh, good E three overall yeah. for me. There's a lot of good things to look forward to. Mm. Like so much so that I'm like, I don't know if I need another generation right now. Yeah, you know. All right. Tyler. I think we should run down our top games. I mean, we talked about a lot of them as we went yes. on, so we don't have to say too much about them. Mm-hmm. Just run down our what list. Your, what, what are your top five, Tyler? Fuck it. I'm giving you top 12. Top down 12? Very quick. Oh, my God. Or 12. 
the teasiest of teasers, but the possibility. Starfield. Number 11, Wolfenstein the Young Blood. Number 10, Overcooked 2. Yes, Overcooked 2. Number 9, Doom Eternal. Because Doom, yes. Number 8, Halo Infinite. Number 7, Forza Horizon 4. Number 6, Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Number 5, Spider-Man. Number 4, Cyberpunk 2077. Number 3, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Number 2, The Last of Us Part 2. Number 1, Ghost of Tsushima. All right. That's my list. Well, I just added a few games to the list since you were... uh expanding out there uh let me see how many i actually have here one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven i have eleven okay hit me eleven is spider-man for me all right ten wolfenstein nine anthem eight doom seven the last of us six super smash brothers five death stranding four Rage 2, 3, Forza Horizon 4, 2, Fallout 76, and 1, Ghost of Tsushima. So, the official game of the show, E3 2018, Ghost of Tsushima. Oh, yeah. If we were there and had awards, I would go give it to those guys. Yeah. That thing just... And... I like samurai movies, and that thing is like the closest thing to a samurai movie that video mm. games have ever been. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited for it. If I was if I was to expand my list up to 15 for sure, Rage 2, Fallout 76 would be on there. Um, I'm trying to think what else I would put on there. Maybe Control. I'm down for that. Yeah, it's good stuff. Like it was a. I feel like it's besides maybe see I don't know there was some big shit there really was there just wasn't big shit from Sony or Ubisoft like something just really big really new that is like oh my god that people usually expect at least something from all from both of them yeah but I thought like Microsoft and Bethesda really dropped some bombs. You know, there was some amazing stuff at those conferences. Yeah. Um, Microsoft hard charging. They are definitely yeah. building for the future, investing heavily into studios to make those exclusive games to draw people to Xbox. They are definitely a, they are poising themselves to compete in the next generation. Yes, a hundred percent. They're not going to be competing now at all and i mean maybe they'll be competing next year but like their their only title this fall is forza horizon 4 which that's a good game that's a big game but that's about it uh other notable games that we didn't really see much on a main stage uh we didn't see much of uh soul caliber did we i don't think we saw any of that on a main stage right no, did not. Didn't I see, really, we didn't see Ace Combat? No. Did not. Didn't see the new Mech Warrior game that's coming out this year? No, did not. Uh, I guess really quick, too, we should probably run down our predictions. 
quick that we did. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So starting with me, I said Kingdom Hearts 3 would be out December 2nd. It was wrong when I said there was going to be a demo. Nope. Final Fantasy VII Remake and Avengers get teasers. Definitely not. Yeah. Fallout 76 is out November 16th. It's out November 14th. Fuck me in the face. EA will have at least three awkward or dumb moments. They had a few. Uh, it's uh, of course that's 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 a subjective thing. Splinter Cell would be announced for 2019. It's open world. Nah, that Stranding trailer would be confusing. Would Death Stranding would have a trailer? Be confusing. Have a gameplay with Norman Reedus. It did that. Did that. Ubisoft announced a new Rayman game. Now the Division Two and Ubisoft's conference gets Battle Royale Dark Zone and comes out March 12th. Wrong on all accounts. Yeah, no. Comes out March fifteenth. So I was really close to predicting two dates. Yeah, very close. But that's all I got. Um, for you, Beat yeah. Saber PlayStation VR announced and released at the show. It was, it was announced. announced during the week leading up to the show. Yep. Aloy revealed as a PlayStation exclusive Soul Calibur six guest character. Uh, not not a thing. Nope. But I still think that's going to happen. Yeah, they said at at launch, like, the roster that they have out now, as far as guest characters, they aren't going to have any new guest characters at launch. Um, They said that in in an interview, that Mm -hmm. uh, Geralt's the only guest character as it stands for launch. Okay. I could still see that happening. That's just a great, great addition. Anthem's out March 19th. Nope. Nope. It'll be, delayed till Mar- It'll be delayed till March yeah. 19th. But. Probably. Probably. Uh, the Elder Scrolls Online or Elder Scrolls Legends comes to console next year with ESO integration. Uh, it is Elder Scrolls Legends is coming to consoles next year. No ESO integration. Mm-hmm. Dreams releases August 21st. Dreams is they nowhere to be found. Fucking date for that. They, they used it for like the interstitial yeah. stuff, but they yep. won't fucking give it a, a release date. And I really want it. Yeah, who knows on that one? Unravel two releases in August. Unravel two released on June 9th. <laughs> um, Which Assassin's Creed Odyssey features multiplayer and releases October thirtieth. Uh, it comes out October fifth. No multiplayer. Mm-hmm. Doom two Hell on Earth releases November thirteenth. Uh, it's called Doom Eternal and it's not coming out this year for sure. But it is Hell on Earth. <laughs> It is hell on earth. Uh, and so we'll give that to you. Oh, man. Oh, well. We Been a good one. Yeah, this was fun. I had a lot of fun. I always have fun at E3. Hopefully one of these years I'll actually go to E3. Yeah. But I think that's going to pretty much do it for us. Tyler, do you have anything left to say? No. I mean, it's it's good E3, um, in my opinion. Until next year. it always It's always such an exciting time, and it goes so freaking fast. Mm-hmm. It does. I know the show's still going on. There's still lots of cool stuff people are making and showing off. Yeah, and like, stuff, uh, I'm not sure if you, if you saw, but today uh, Telltale announced that they're doing a uh, Stranger Things game. Oh, I did not see that. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. But yeah, there's there's all kinds of interesting stuff that's being announced this week. I'm sure we'll have plenty more to talk about next week about stuff that has come out about some of these games, and we'll be able to predict... We'll probably predict a lot of delays next week about what's going to happen the rest of the year. 
Uh, it's going to yeah. be a very busy, like, from fucking September through freaking March or something, February. It's yeah. going to be a very busy time for video games. It definitely will. It's not going to slow down really at all. Um, but I'm excited. I'm excited. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. If you would like to, you can email us at PlayStationReportPodcast at gmail.com. We'd also like you to rate and review our podcast on whatever podcast service you use. Yeah. You can find us on Twitter at PSReportPodcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at PluggedOnVids. Tyler, what are you guys cranking out this this uh, week? You got some E3 content over there as well? We did. Yeah, we did did some videos based off of all the conferences. Um, we're going to review stuff, so that's going to happen too. Hell yeah. All right. Until we see you again next week, be good to each other, play your video games, and enjoy E3.